Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and as ever it's my pleasure to be joined by Greg Browden and David Weatherston. How's it going guys? Yeah, good, thank you, good. Yeah, very well, thanks. Good, we're uh, recording this Thursday evening. We've got a couple of teams in action from Norway. Uh, well, Bodo have already been in action. David, Bodo's still in action, but not the best of night so far. No, uh, disappointing. But home defeat for Bodo against Club Rouge and um, looks like Mulder are going to lose at home to Leverkusen. Probably expected, especially the Mulder one, but yeah, disappointing for Bodo to, to lose 1-0. Um, maybe just... Uh, one positive in the night is Lugano managed to beat Besiktas in Turkey. So mm-hmm. I think um, I think Lugano are probably the weakest team in the group on paper. So I think um, it, it keeps Boda in it uh, at least. Yeah, and they've got that double header with Besiktas coming yeah. up, which might have an impact on the destination of the Elite Seeding title. Yeah, and um, obviously last week was um, a huge, huge game for Viking to prove that they are the real deal, went to Molde, um, chance chance to show that they are um, well up for the fight and um, get hammered 4-0, so yeah, <laughs> a real, a real, there, yeah, yeah, a real so eye-opener for, uh, for Viking, a really, really tough afternoon, they get well beaten by Molde, um, both in the scoreline and on uh, in general play, so yeah, definitely one they'll be picking up their, licking their wounds um, to go again this weekend. Yeah, just seven games to go. So Glimt are back at the top again, just one point clear of E-King Throm. So third place, four points off the top and not out of it. Um, I think probably Molda are maybe a wee bit too far behind to to be thinking about the title, but certainly they're still European places up for grabs. Yeah, I mean, the Molda play against Bode Glimt this weekend um, in Molda. So another another huge game. And they could they have, as I said, mentioned last week, they have a massive influence on the, I think it was two weeks ago actually, they have a ma- massive influence on the on the title race with, uh, with Viking beat. And now they've got Bode Glimt and they've still got Troms at home as well. So, um, yeah, uh, probably out of it. Don't think they can catch up eight points. Um, but at the same time, they still have a massive influence on this uh, title race. And sadly, we've lost Olesund. <laughs> not, yeah. not officially yet. Not, not officially, but, but absolutely yeah. terrible. 12 yeah. points from 23 yeah. games is pretty gruesome. And they yeah. travelled to Tromso, I think, on, on, on Sunday. Uh, but what a window last night for Stabek at home to have Cam. Um, I got stung a little bit on the corners market. I did see the big goals in that game, and they absolutely hammered them 5-2. Huge yeah. win for them, because they, they lost that. They could be another side down and out. Mm. But they've brought themselves right back into they've the They've brought mix. everyone back into it. You're now probably talking. Amcam I would say from Sturm's Godset downwards, there's about six teams, five, six teams all in the mix for yeah. that final relegation automatic spot and the playoff. So yeah. Sturm's Godset, Volringa, who I think will be fine. Hamcam's yeah. a big worry uh, at Sandy Fjord and Haugesund. So it's going to be a fascinating end to the season, both at the top and at the bottom. Yeah, as I say, seven games to go. We've got a full card this week. We've almost got, almost got them all playing at the same time, David. We've got one game on Saturday. Uh, we've got the remainder of the games on Sunday with the late evening um, or early evening um, kickoff following at V Bran at 6.15. Uh, Viking are up first on Saturday. They're at odd and yeah. a, chance, a chance to go back top of the table. Yeah, a good chance to, to sort themselves out. Um, a really disappointing performance last week. 
Um, Mulder, a good team, is no denying that. They're a very good home team, Mulder. Um, not many teams go there and win. In fact, only one one team's gone there and won all season. And, and, and Mulder have looked better since the summer break. So it was probably not a surprise that Viking lost. It was just the manner they lost. So how, here's the big question is, can they put themselves up for what is... Or, yeah, is a tough place to go, uh, to go to odd. Their home form this season has been okay. Five wins out of 11, just the three defeats. So, uh, another tough one for Viking. But um, I, you definitely have them down as favourites. And I, I fancy them to, to get back to winning ways. Yeah, they had to come from behind the last time against odds. I think they were 2-0 down at half time. Uh, come back and win 3-2. So, maybe not. Cut and dry. 21-20, David. Yeah, it's a decent price. It looks pretty good. Um, I guess just probably off the back of last week, it's it's difficult to get on the back on behind them. I mean, was that was that the pressure of being at the top mm. and and seeing that first title potentially come in, or was it just a bad afternoon? Um, I guess we'll find out on yep, uh, on Saturday. Out. Yeah, um, obviously they'll be hoping that Molda might do them a favour come Sunday as well. Um, just on the point of Viking, obviously going for their first title since 1991, a relatively strange situation there where they've got a dual coaching team. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's an interesting one. This is their second full year in charge, basically. Um, seems to be working well. Um, there is, yeah, very much a, a, dual, a dual thing. There's not really anyone that fronts it. They, they both take their turns of uh, doing interviews and stuff so yeah it's a it's an interesting situation but it has has worked so i don't think we can question it too much greg odd without a win in eight um although they did put a title a dent in the thromsos title hopes uh with that win i just thought 2020 20 didn't look too bad for a team that's up top chasing the title uh albeit with uh maybe a wee bit of pressure on them that they're not used to yeah definitely to get anything above evens i think for viking is probably worth taking on I think we can just probably, hopefully, ignore last weekend's result for them at Molda. As David said, Molda, very good team at home. Hopefully, just a bad day at the office for them. And yeah. it'll be great to see if he can get the win on Saturday night, because what it then does, it puts a lot of pressure on Bora Glimt in their match on, on Sunday against Molda, which would be a cracking game uh, as well. Yeah, it should be David Mulder, 65 to win that one, Bodo Glint, 21-10. As I said, both of them in European action tonight. Uh, the last uh, last few games have thrown up quite a few goals between these two, 18 in the last four meetings. Yeah, and and um, they will be playing each other again this season. They both got into the cup final um, yeah. last week, so they will be playing in the cup final. Yeah, I think Mulder have kind of had their number a little bit. Um They've won. They've won two of the last four, three of the last five uh, meetings, including the cup. Um, I, I just think, I think they they they'll play kind of deeper. They don't really press that high against Bodeglimp. They know that that Bodeglimp will pick them off, so they kind of play the the counter attack and and roll. And um, yeah, they've definitely got good enough players to beat them. It's just whether or not um, the manager rotates. He's been quite prone to rotating, um, bringing in some weaker players uh, for the league game. So if he does that, it'd be interesting to see how they cope because Bodeglimps have actually had a few players getting coming back from injury. 
Um, and, and actually, Mulder's goalkeeper's gone off injured tonight, so that's another uh, another potential worry for the weekend. Um, mm. He's a definite number one, the, the young the young lad, Peterson, who's the backup, is good. Um, don't get me wrong, he's a good, good young keeper, but he's definitely not as um, convincing in goal. So, yeah, maybe, maybe a slight issue. I mean, Bode Green's at um, 21 to 10. I can't, I, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that ever happening except in Europe. So, yeah, it really looks a really interesting price. I mean, I've always keen to keen to get on behind and get behind Bode Glimpse because they are a really good team. Um, they've won 16 out of their 23 games. So yeah, it's it's a it's a tough tough one to call. But I'd fancy at Bode Glimpse at that price, I'd definitely be more inclined to to get on the back of them. Yeah, and Greg, it's, to me, it doesn't look like one that you want to be getting too involved in the outright market on. No, not at all. Purely for the fact that Moda don't lose many at home. Uh, you could easily be suckered in by that 21-10 to 10 yeah, on, yeah. on Boda Glimpse. Obviously, playing tonight as well, as Moda have too. Both home tonight, which will help. So I don't think yeah. Thursday night's games will have too much of an impact on the outcome for yeah, this match. Right, but- Never, never mind the result though. Like all we care about is corners. Is that is that not the, the normal? <laughs> but just just a wee a wee pop quiz. When was the last time Bodeglin lost a corner match bet this lost. season? Are we including Europe? Uh, no, uh, in the league. In the league, it's um, happened once, and it was on the third of May. They lost a corner match bet to odd. Um, they have since then on since the fifth of May they've won every single corner match bet apart from once where they drew five each with again odd who seem to have their number on the corner <laughs> match bet. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've won they've they've won nine in a row um, since that odd game where they drew five five in the corner match bets. Um, they're coming up against a older team that haven't won. Um, in fact, have lost. Um, three of the last three corner match bets against odds, um, Strum Scotty and Viking. So, Molden not not as um, prolific in the corner front as Bode Glimt, who I think should dominate the game possession wise. Um, so yeah, Bode Glimt are eleven to ten to win the corner match bet this weekend, and that looks like a great price given the the history of the of them basically this season. They've won every single corner match bet apart from the two games against Odd. So. Yeah, get get on that is, is what, I'm, nice. what I'll be doing. Yeah, hard to argue against that, Greg. No, it's a great shout. A great spot from David. I don't know if Boda have been hitting high numbers this season, but the main thing for them is they don't concede many. When you look back through their matches, they're literally conceding two or three a game max. I don't recall them conceding many corners at all this season, so they're not hitting that many, I don't think, but they're so good defensively and have obviously got high possession of the ball as well, which means yeah. the other side don't have an opportunity to get into their penalty box to hit corners. So, yeah, a really, a really good shout. Yeah, looks like a good angle. Uh, what's the price on that, David? 11 to 10? Uh, it's 11 to 10. Yeah, 2.1 in new money. That's not a bad price at all. Um, let's have a wee look at a game where both of you have uh, a little tip for us. It's Sandy Fjord v Ham Cam. Ham Cam have been pretty poor away from home this season. They've lost nine over 11 on the road. And I guess Craig Alarm Bells will probably ring, be ringing after the 5-2 defeat at Starback last night. Yeah, it was a... I wouldn't say... It was a, shock, it was a shocking result for them to lose 5-2. I know they went down to 10 men. But to lose 5-2 to, I guess, one of your real close competitors in the league is, is a sore one. 
And as you say, their away form is, you said it was poor. That's been very polite. It's <laughs> absolutely horrible, horrible away form. Nine defeats is 11, from, as you say. But they've shipped two or more goals in 10 of their 11 away matches, which is incredible. And Sandy Fjord, if they stay up this season, you could probably thank their home form for that. Been pretty brutal on the road, Sandy Fjord, but at home, a lot tougher to beat. They've only lost three of 11 games at home this season. They've scored 12 goals in the last six, and they've given it a few hidings as well. They've beaten Olsen 4 0, 4 1 win against Odd, and they hammered Sarpsborg 5 1. So they definitely have it in the locker, and they've obviously just beaten um, 5 2 the other night. So for Hamcam getting beat. So I th- just think for this one, for me, there's probably a couple of ways to look at this one, but I don't think you can be backing Hamcam in this match. Sandy Fjord's home form is pretty strong. They've won four of the last five meetings, and there's probably two ways to get on this one. I think Sandy Fjord to win at 65 looks really strong, but given Sandy Fjord's home records and the fact that Hamcam have conceded two or more goals in all but one of their 11 away matches, the 17 to 20 on two home goals. Looks like a really strong shout as well. Yeah, um, just uh, three points between the sides, David. So obviously a win for Sandyfield. Um, wouldn't see them overtake Cam Cam, but certainly see them draw level, and it's just getting really tight down the bottom of that table. Yeah, it sure is. There's one point between Starback, how you seen the Sandyfield, and then it's only three points up to Ham Cam and Volarenga. So it's super tight. Um, I think. I mean, Greg's Greg's. Spelt it out, but I'm, I'm in totally agreement here. I think Sandefjord, Sandefjord are a decent home team. Um, they play on grass, a really nice grass pitch down in Sandefjord, um, and they've been okay at home. They've done most of their, their good work at home. A bit like Hamcam, they're really, really poor on the road. Um, so Hamcam, as you said, nine defeats and 11. Um, Fully behind getting on Sandy Fjords. Um, I'm not going to go on the goal line, though. I'm going to go on the Asian line. Um, okay. The Sandy Fjords minus a half, so you're half, half your stakes back out as a draw, um, is um, 2.1. So 11 to 10 um, for minus 0.5 on the Asian handicap. And yeah, I can, I can see Sandy Fjord winning. I wouldn't put anyone off backing them to win. Um, I think they're. I think they've shown they've got some good attacking players. Daddy's boy, um, Daddy's boy up front has been scoring goals. Um, excuse, excuse me. Yeah, Daddy's boy um, up front has been scoring goals. <laughs> Franklin, Franklin, Daddy's boy Nianetu is uh, is full name, but he's uh, got Daddy's boy in his back. Um, he has been the main striker for the last kind of 10 games and he's really been doing well, scoring a few goals. Um, Danilo outside at left wing has been really outstanding this year. He's been um, by far their best player. And I think their attacking threat will just, will probably prove too good for Hamcam, who have really struggled uh, of late and have struggled all season on the road. Um, as you said, um, the only two wins they've got on the road is, is against Olesund, which is a bit like Scheid in uh, Division 1. <laughs> And um, Sarpsborg, they won a they won a ding dong with Sarpsborg three two, which was um, I think the XG in that game was mental um, for Sarpsborg. So yeah, um, their away form is really poor. Um, so yeah, Sandy Fjord on the Asian handicap is what I'll be on, and I think it, yeah, it looks it looks like a really solid price. Yeah, 
at least we've got some consensus on that one. So we'll recap these tips at the end of the podcast, but certainly both you guys very keen on yeah. Sandfield on yeah, Sunday. It's, it's two to one for the for the daddy's boy anytime. Um as well. Looks uh, looks quite nice. He's been in decent form. Yeah, it's a decent shout. Uh one that I quite Greg, I never liked the idea of a banker, but Tromso, one to three, one of the best home records in the league over several seasons at home to Olesund, who have yet to pick up a point away from home and are rooted to the bottom of the table. You've said it all. Home okay. win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously, strange things happen in football, and that's why we've got bookies who often make a lot of money, but it really is hard to make a case here against Tromso at home. As you say, Olesund probably already planning for their season in the Obis League next year. Pointless away from home, way off the pace, and Tromso have got a lot to play for. They're right. There's, there's, obviously, I think weeks and weeks, months ago, I think we're all expecting Tromso to tail off at some point. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. I don't think they've even gone on a bad run, have they? <laughs> they've just, really, they've no. just been there the whole time. Yeah. It's been yeah. there, winning matches, drawing matches. If they lose a match, the next week they'll win the match. So they're, they're really having a fantastic season, Tromso. I don't think you can find an angle, really. Minus one's a potential, but Tromso don't score that many goals. And that said, they've been scoring not too bad recently. Uh, I think this will be a popular bet for, for the Acker. Yeah. I like a, a corners bet, as you well know. All of a sudden, I've been hitting tremendous numbers, home and away. I think away from home... They've hit five or more corners in seven of their eight away games. They've hit six, seven, six, two, five, and they've hit ten, nine, and seven in their last three matches. But fair play to the bookies for once. They've actually they finally caught up. Finally caught up. <laughs> caught up. There's absolutely no way in a normal circumstances that Allison would be five to six to get four corners here. It's ridiculous. They've actually placed it right, which is annoying. Uh, <laughs> Normally, you'd expect us to get 11 to 10 or at least 4 to 5 on three corners. Yeah, but, yeah. But they've, they've not, they're not under the radar anymore, all assumed. And that, that is disappointing because I would have been all over three. I have had a backable three, but three corners for all assumed is only two to five. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll get three, and that's part of a double, potentially. But they're only five to six to get four. They're hitting yeah. good numbers. They've hit, obviously, said before, five plus in the last seven of the last eight away matches. So be no surprise at all to see them hit some corners here. But the place is not great for me. Yeah, I think I'd rather be on Tromso to win at 1-3 than Olsen to yeah, win yeah, agreed. three corners at 2-5. Uh, David, could we trust Tromso minus one and a half at evens on the Asian handicap? Um, probably not. Um, I think if you look through the results this season, they've not won a lot of games by more than a goal. Um of late, they've been a little bit better. They've won, they've won three one in uh, I think three of the last five home games. Um, so of late they've been a little bit better, but quite a lot of their wins have been by one goal. So including a two one win over Hamcam at home in their last home game, which was a really tight game. Um, I think Tromso's more of a team that kind of gets ahead and sits in um, defensive lead and does it does a really good job of it. So I'd be more inclined to yeah, I'd be more inclined to just back. Tromso is part of a an ACA at two to five for one to three, whatever they are. Yeah, uh, then uh, then um, 
try and try and get an Asian or a, or a Asian handicap on it or something. I'm more tempted by looking at Olison's away results: three one defeat at Follerenga, four yeah, one at yeah. Rosenborg, five one at Brann, three one at Viking, five one at Wheelstrom. Uh, I think the last time they failed to lose by more than two goals was at Hamcam in July when they get beat two one. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I I understand. Yeah, I just think, yeah, uh, I think Greg, Greg mentioned the listeners are preparing for Division One, and I do think there's a lot in that. They've got quite. They've been playing a lot of younger players um, in the last sort of five six games. Um, they signed quite a few guys from the lower from Division One, and 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 it seems like they are preparing for um for a yeah for a bounce bounce back immediately. Uh, that will yeah. be the plan, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So Tromso one to three. Um, potentially some other angles in there. Um, if you look hard enough, I guess. Um, let's jump to the the live game on Sunday. The big game on Sunday. Volerenga v Bran. Bran make a trip across virtually the breadth of Norway. I think it is David from one side to the other uh, for the game against Volerenga. Uh, Bran still in the hunt for one of those European places. Uh, six wins in a row in a little season for them. Uh, obviously, they're unlucky to lose out on the Conference League to, to AZ as well. Uh, Volarenga, still not out of danger. Important uh, win for them at Sandyfield last time out, but um, they've actually, I think, they've got the worst home record in the league. David, only eight points from 33. Yeah, I mean, just they just really struggled to get going um, at home. Um, they did beat Olesen last time, but yeah, um, it's a strange one. Um, I think like since we started cov- started covering this league, Volering have been a really good home team. Mm. But um, yeah, just this year they've really, really struggled to get going um, at home. But I do think they've turned the corner uh, now. I think that I mean last week. Um, I mean last week was a really important win at Sandefjord um, off the back of a, a defeat by Bodeglins. But they've only lost one. Uh, lost one of the last six, and. Although Bran is in great form, I wouldn't trust Bran to go to Wallering and get a win. Just I think Wallering have definitely turned the corner a little bit, um, looking a lot more like a team, um, a lot more like a team that's going to win games or at least at least trouble teams. So um, I mean, the, the thing about this game for me is it's all about all about goals. Bran are coming in in great form. Wallering are coming in thinking that they've probably got out of trouble. Um, I can't see them getting dragged back in. Although they're only three points clear, I, I, I just think they'll be too good. So for this, what this one for me is all about a goal angle. Like Volleringer's last um, last results: two one, four two, three one, one one, and two two. So there's goals. Both teams have scored in all five goals in all all five, and I just think there's going to be goals in this one. It's two teams that will attack each other, and the Asian Asian goal line is set at um, two point one for three point oh goal line so uh, your money back if there's three goals and you're, you're a winner if there's uh, if there's any more and I can just I, could, I think this is going to be a cracking game of football um, on, on Sunday night and I think it's going to be goals in it Yeah nice one to sit and have your Sunday dinner watching praying yeah, for definitely. some goals <laughs> uh, Greg any thoughts on this one from you? No David put it better than I ever could uh, I think <laughs> following a 10 11 last matches now both teams to score I'm fully expecting goals alongside David here. Uh, there's been over 2.5 goals now in six of Volaringa's last seven matches. And I think in the last three meetings between the sides, there's been 13 goals. 
So everything points towards goals here. Fully expecting both sides to contribute. And if both sides can contribute to each, that would be fantastic. That would be lovely. Um, let's have a look at some of the other games we've made. Not they've got less riding on them. Um, one game I want to look at was Sapsborg against uh, Rosenborg. Uh, just one win in five for Rosenborg, and they're heading for mid-table mediocrity again, David. Yeah, just really, really poor. Um, just went to Lelystrom. I actually fancied them. Lelystrom, I thought they would they would do quite well, and they were hammered. Uh, hammered three 0 um, I just. I, I mean, I know what's gone wrong. They've just not signed good enough players. But I just, I think they need to, they'll need to change them. I mean, the manager is only temporary until the end of the season. So I don't think they'll keep him on. I just don't think they've been doing well enough. And yeah, they need a, they'll need a, a reset in the winter again. They've just been so poor. Um, We're at the stage but, now, David, where Rosenborg have been that rubbish now for years that it isn't even a surprise now that mm. languishing in mid-table. Yeah. I think because Bora Glimp have done so well, Mode have done well, that all, Rosenberg almost is just a name now in Norwegian football. Nowhere near the levels they were in the past, and they're nowhere near the levels of the, the top sides in, in the league. And to be languishing where they are now, they're actually regressing even further still. I think last year, I'm sure I read they're 14 points worse off. This yeah. season, and they were last I mean, year. Last year they weren't great either. No, I mean last year they got they brought Tengstead in, and that was literally the difference. Oh, your um, favourite man. Do you often think of him? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> listen, listen. But yeah, no, I think um, yeah, I totally agree. I think Bodeglim, Molde are so far ahead of them. Uh, Viking are miles ahead of them now, and even Bran are playing a brand of football with Rosenborg's former manager that gets sacked from Rosenborg by the way, just playing a fantastic brand of football that's good to watch and winning games. I just, I can't see Rosenborg winning a, a stretch of games and they've not done it at all this season. And I just, eight wins from 23 games is embarrassing. 29 goals um, just in those 23 games for a team that used to dominate Norwegian football. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, great, a really... That'd be a great headline, David. A great brand of football. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, Sarpsborg are still up there in the corner count. They're a team that we've spoke about quite a lot this season in corners. We have. They've done really well this season, Sarpsborg, especially at home. They're 8-15 to win the corner count. And I think that's a really solid bet, 8-15 to win the corner count. Rosenborg not really hitting that many at all, especially on the road. Really disappointing on the road, Rosenborg. 8-11 for Sarpsborg to win the match. Bit short, maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't be touching that. But I do, I do think the Sarpsborg to win the corner match, but eight yeah. to fifteen is fairly solid. I'd definitely be on that over the over the the win. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, what else we've got? We've got Stabak against Lillestrøm, as we touched on a fantastic win last night for Stabak, five two over Hamcam, and it's definitely kept them in uh, the hunt for safety. Greg, hasn't it? Yeah, it was huge, absolutely huge with obviously five weeks left to go, five matches left to go, give themselves a chance. Lowestrom, I think just one win now in five for them, would not be backing them at 23-20 in this match. Not away from home and not against a side who just won their last match 5-2. Wouldn't be surprised to see Stabak get a result here or get something from the match, but I think this one for me is best left alone. David, are you tempted by the 12-5? 
A little bit, of probably just the fact that they've played Sunday, Wednesday, and they're going to have to play again Sunday might just slow them down. But I mean, that 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 will give them a huge lift. Absolutely no doubt about it. Um, Bob Bradley, obviously, his first win. <laughs> first win is a uh, don't, don't know. Don't know why you just elicit a laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, massive win, and they were so good. They've got a young. They've got a young lad who they signed. Um, they signed from the third tier in. Um, in the summer called Erasmus Vigne. Uh, he's a he's a winger, which I quite like. He's Vigne playing in the winger. Um, so <laughs> we're full of iron and punch tonight, aren't we? Yeah, he's he's um, he's a fantastic dribbler. Really, really exciting. Um, super talented. So yeah, um, he's he's made a big difference for them, and, and they have looked better under Bob. Um, <laughs> I think it's just the name Bob, isn't it? That's it. It's, it's just yeah, they have need, looked better under Bob. We need to try and get Bob on the podcast. I think. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll leave that I with think, you. I think Lillestrøm have been really poor, as Greg mentions. They're they're in sixth, but they've been really poor of late, and I definitely wouldn't be touching them either. And I think Starback Starback could definitely get a result here, and even a draw could uh, yep. could get them out of that uh, fifteen spot, which would be a huge uh, huge boost. Yeah, and I don't know, obviously I've not seen their game against Tromso where they were beaten 1-0, but looking at the stats, it didn't look as if they were completely outplayed in that one no, either. not at all, not at all. Um, so yeah, maybe not the worst shout is the, what is it, 12-5 when they back. Um, the only game we've not had a look at is, checks his notes. Hugesund, <laughs> Hugesund. Uh, against Thrums God's uh, anything to add in this one, David? I mean, Hugesund are in dire dire need of a win. Um they've got they've been absolutely dragged in to just like sleepwalked into the into the relegation battle for the full season. They started the season not bad. But um yeah, just just really struggling to, they've only won five games all season. Um I can't remember the last time they won. I think it was yeah, I'm just looking back, it was nine games ago um, against Liebestrom. They won one 0 So they have been in terrible form. They are absolutely desperate for a win. Um, since God say are, yeah, n- not not in great form themselves. So yeah, this is probably one to just just uh, watch and um, see what happens. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be back either team. But I think Haugesund Haugus are desperately needing a win because they've got I think they've got quite a tough run in Haugesund. And uh, if they don't win this one, then they are in they are in really big trouble. Yeah, and Greg, we're getting to that stage of the season. Just seven games to go. Where you know, some of these teams near the bottom of the table who might be slightly bigger prices do turn up some results, don't they? Yeah, absolutely, they do. And seven matches left to go, there's going to be a lot of change at that bottom of the table. 21 points still to play yeah. for. I don't think at this moment in time, really difficult to understand at the moment who's going to join Olesund in uh, the Oberstligen in that last relegation spot. Um it's so close between four or five teams, so we'll probably know more, obviously, in the next couple of weeks. But at the moment, it could be one of five sides. Yeah, plenty to play for. Uh, okay, I think that's us covered everything in the top flight. Let's have a wee look at Oberstliga, where we've got uh, quite a few tips that we're going to try and get through. We'll focus on the games that we've got tips on. Uh, and there we've got five games to go in Oberstliga. Frederick Stad are seven points clear. Potentially just a week or two away from confirming promotion to the top flight, David, but potentially quite a tricky game for them this weekend against Osana, who arguably the foreign team. Yeah, Osana have been excellent. Four wins and five. Picked himself out of trouble 
Um, they are still only three points ahead of Yerf in, the, in that playoff spot, but yeah, they look, they look far better than the other teams around them. So yeah, tough tough game for Frederikstad, who have won four out of five themselves. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't be backing um, Frederikstad at, what, at 19 to 20, just because Osana's form has been so good. Um, yeah, definitely, I can definitely see this being a, a good game, close game. Yeah, and similar to the Elitasir and Greg Scheid, I don't think they're officially relegated yet. I think they're 14 points behind the 15. Yeah, still they are in mind. So, yeah. mind and spirit, they're down. <laughs> so they're down, but I guess any one of the three above them, probably Asana, given the forum that they're in, you'd like to think that they would probably uh, you know, save themselves from, from this point. Uh, but there's another three teams kind of vying for effectively avoid the two places, one automatic relegation place and one playoff place. Yeah, Ranheim obviously got a, a, a decent enough gap between themselves and mm. and Yerv. Beyond Downs, I worry, I would say. And Osana, I really missed the boat on them last weekend. I think I've backed them three or four times in the last three or four weeks. They've been terrific at home. Not so great away from home, but at home they've been fantastic. And that 14-5 to five is it's decent. I think there'll be goals in that match, in the Osana match. But I think it's going to finish the way it's set up as it is now. With Hod, Hood, sorry, David, Hood, Hood. Um, <laughs> finishing in fifteenth and and the Irvine in the playoff. Yeah, and speaking of Shade, Greg, they are to all intents and purposes down, um, and you're hoping to pile on the agony this weekend. Well, I think you have to. <laughs> They've lost ten games in a row. Yeah. They've lost fourteen of the last fifteen matches, which is incredible. Must be one of the worst losing runs in Europe. No case to be made for them. They're down. They're out. Sonne is very much in with a chance still of hitting the playoffs. Must win for them. It's a must win match for Sonne's on Saturday. They're four points behind Songdown, sixth place. They're in eighth. Fully expect them to win this match. And Shai don't keep any clean sheets. I think Shai only conceding two goals is a result for them. It's a good day at the office for Shai mm-hmm. if they only concede two. I'm fully expecting Sonne's to go there and win the match comfortably. 2-0, 3-0, 3-1, for the way win. But with the way win and two match goals, it pays just under evens at 20 to 23. Yeah, even which that, I think is well worth backing. Yeah, even the way win at 3 to 4 isn't the worst bet. No, I'm not a massive fan of odds on away from home, but I think in this scenario, given who they're playing, uh, I think it's definitely worth backing. Yeah, no arguments from you, David? No, absolutely not. I think the side have been really awful. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Massive, massive game for Sandnes. And they... I thought you missed on a third pun there, David, but we'll There's no swearing in the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, Sandnes, Sandnes should go there and win. They've, uh, it's a massive game for them. It's like says, they need to, they need to keep themselves in that playoff hunt, which just seems to be, seems to be changing every week. Um, that playoff, the playoff positions. Yeah, and there's still plenty of teams who, you know, were. I guess maybe down to even Ranheim, potentially. It would take a hell of a, a run of results for them to get there, but they're only five points off that last playoff place in, in six, so still plenty to play for. One of the teams that are involved in the playoffs and currently sitting fifth in the table are Christian Sund, David, and you've got your eye on them this weekend. Yeah, um, they go to Hood um, this weekend, and that's off the back of a really, really important win. Um, they played on Wednesday night. Um, in Songdao, they won 4-2. Really, really good performance. Really good result. 
Um, it's given them a, a huge boost um, in the playoff chases. And they go to Hood side. Um, they beat Hood 4-0 earlier in the season. And, yeah, Hood are really struggling, as, as Greg mentioned. They've lost... Uh, they've only won um, one of the last six. Um, they are down to 15th. And... Yeah, I find it difficult for them to, to get out of that now. Christian Sund, they've kind of they've been streaky all season, Christian Sund. They've they've um their home form's not been as good as I thought it would be, which is a little bit disappointing. They've they've um they've won seven of the thirteen at home, but I thought I thought they would absolutely dominate this league. Um when they came down, I thought they would be by far the best team. Just hasn't quite happened for them. But um I just think that win um, that win on Wednesday night will give them a huge boost and they go to Hood they are 2.5 to win the game which mm-hmm. I think looks like a really good price um, but their away form hasn't been amazing this year um, they've only won three times away from home so I'm happy to go on the goal front, they have scored 19 goals on their 12 away games so goals hasn't been the issue, it's been winning so um, over one and a half Christian goals at Hood Pays um, two point one or eleven to ten. I think all of my bets are the exact same price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so eleven to ten um, for for the Christian to score two goals or more, and I think that looks like a really good price against a struggling hood. Yeah, and Christiansen's games have the highest goals per game ratio. And yes, so, forty three yeah. scored thirty five against, so it's a yeah. cracking. Yeah, they, they don't defend a lot. Yeah, likelihood is they're going to have to score at least two to win anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's not a bad shout. Uh, okay, anything else? Obviously, in catching your eye, Greg. It's not really. I looked at Rayfoss at home to Mion Dallin. Mion Dallin really struggling at the moment. I think there's a decent car for goals this weekend. I think we'll see a lot of over 2.5s this weekend across the eight games. Anybody wanting a Hollywood eight-team acre on over 2.5 goals, I think it pays 45 to 1. So I don't think we'll see many goals under 2.5 this weekend. It's just a case of picking the right ones. Yeah, it might be worth a quid. Um, anything else for you, David, before we wrap up? Uh, I mean, just I mean, just on the YMCA, um, <laughs> KFUM Oslo have been in fantastic form. They've won four in a row. Um, they're at home to Aberdeen side who have actually been in good form themselves yeah. um, it's the only thing putting me off back in cough. I think they're a decent price at 1.65 at home they've been a really good um, good home team this year Berina away from home are really poor they've done most of their damage at home they've got 35 points Berina 25 at home 10 away so I think Kofa, um or the YMCA at home um, look like a really good price at 1.65 that would probably be my only, only other thing in the, on this weekend and match of the day David would have to be start at home to Coggins for that promotion push it's a huge game for both of these sides start at home looking at the goals market at the moment I think we'll see goals in that match Yeah. Uh, yeah at, at home especially and again they have to win, they simply have to win this I don't think there's enough points left to play for for Start to really yeah. trouble Coffa in second. Uh, yeah, and and if Start win this it, and Coffa win, I mean that gives Coffa seven point lead yeah. in, in the second spot. That, that that would be a fantastic position for them to be in. And, yeah. 
we can all we can all get behind to, we can all meet in Oslo and go and watch the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, uh, we football. can dress up. <laughs> dress up. Yeah. I was going to say I'll be the policeman, but I think I might be the Indian, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, so potentially a big weekend for Koffer as well, I guess. Um, okay, let's wrap it up there. Um, Greg, can you give us a wee recap of your bets for the weekend? Then we'll get David's. Yes, yeah, so starting off in the Leeds Arian, um Sandy Fjord at home to Hamcam and I'm taking Sandy Fjord to win at six to five. And I'm also taking Sandy Fjord over one point five match goals at seventeen to twenty. Um jumping on the back of David's Voringa versus Brand match on the six fifteen kickoff on Sunday evening and on the Asian goal line, over three Asian goals pays eleven to ten. Money back if there's three goals. And on Saturday in the Obus League, in, uh, a simple, straightforward Sunday to win and over 1.5 match goals at 23 20. Okay. And David? Yeah, I'll, I'll save time by saying all my bets are the same <laughs> price. <laughs> all my bets are uh, 11 to 10 or 2.1 for this weekend. So, um, first off, um, in the latest series on Sunday afternoon, Sandefjord minus 0.5 on the Asian handicap. Uh, that is at home to Hamcamp. Also, Bode Glint away at Mulder. Same time to win the corner match bet. Um, that is, yeah, that's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 11 to 10. And um, also, Volleringa versus Brannon over 3.0 um, Asian goal line um, on Sunday night game. Um, and on to Division 1, the game between um, Christian Sund and Hood. And that is on Sunday, and that will be Christian soon to score two goals. And that also is 11 to 10, and that will be a nice uh, nice weekend. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, okay, thanks very much for that. And don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, and you can find details of how to join his private channel on there if you're not already a member. David's also on Twitter at dweatherston 11 so make sure you give him a follow too. That's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys, and good luck. Cheers, guys. Good luck.